0: Highfalutin ski bum podcast episode number one hundred and seventy nine. It is your pals Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up?
1: I'm good, man. I'm just trying to figure out how to find Johnny Depp on the uh, Oktoberfest-like scale right here.
0: Yes, for those who have not been privy to the après ski scene in Europe over the last couple of years. Or ever really? Those uh, people they know how to party and they love songs that they can chant along to while they drink. And there is a song by. It's amazing. It's amazing. It, it's definitely you definitely understand.
1: How do you how, spell his name? Is it J H O N N Y or J O N N Y? I have no idea.
0: So there is a song called Johnny Depp, but it's D A umlaut P P Johnny J O H N N Y. D A Umlaut PB. D
1: A Umlaut PB.
0: By the great Lorenz Büffel.
1: And ah, it's Lorenz one of the songs Bufel. that
0: you at first hear, and you're like, this song is dumb. Then you hear it again, and you're like, this song is catchy. And then the third time you hear it, you're chanting along with everybody else. And then you're in a uniform, and you're like, why did I get into this uniform? And why are we doing
1: these actions? You step in, you're like, you have no idea what you're doing at this point.
0: You really understand German culture a lot better when you go to Après ski in Europe and you understand how a certain catchy chant or jingle can just get people marching and singing together. It's a little disturbing, uh, but you know, when it's at a bar or at a restaurant or at Après ski scene, it's it's a little more jolly and a little more pleasant than it's I'm been so in the past. Jolly.
1: I tell you yes. what, jolliest is the folliest.
0: That's it. the This is the folliest. Yeah. So thank you so much, everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. Check us out. SkiBumPodcast.com. I haven't pushed the updates live yet. I'm still dealing with a couple of issues right now in the. Issue it should be out,
1: bro. Issue it should be out.
0: It should be out. I'm going to start pushing it out. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, damn the torpedoes and just throw it out there. And if there's errors, there's errors, but it's Check looking, I love it. I think it's looking you really, really cool. are
1: live on TV right now. We're on YouTube and people are looking at us, going like, "Oh my god!" They're like Bukaki, and right now on your side of the screen, not on my side of the screen, because I'm tired. You,
0: Mario, you just like this, you were at. As you can tell, <laughs> Mario has been visiting the apre today already several times before this podcast is yeah
1: like five ski before.
0: Oh, today. no one can tell either. Not even. No one can tell. It's, like, it's hidden. Yes. So thank you so much for checking that. Like I said, com. We still have the shop on there. There's a few items that are still remaining. Hopefully, getting some new stuff soon. I've been overwhelmed, uh, but I'm getting it out there uh, this this weekend. We're talking to our printer. Our we're going to have some stuff lit- going. Continuously
1: on getting that shit out there.
0: Getting it out there. Getting it out there. Check us out on all your favorite podcasting apps. That would be iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio,
1: yeah.
0: SoundCloud, all those good things. Check us out on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're at Ski Bump Podcast. Hit us up with DMs if you want some stickers, we'll send them to you. Spread the love, spread the word.
1: I think we're on SoundCloud. You know, i want to make shit up. i want to make it up. SoundCloud. How, how's that
0: sound? You clown. It's probably something to do with that It movie because like the new one's out, you know. so it's probably very clown related.
1: I didn't see the first It. Did you see the first It?
0: I saw, like, the original one, like, with Jim yeah. Curry.
1: And that was supposed to be pretty good.
0: F freaked me out enough when I was a kid. I'm like, <laughs> I don't need any more, like, I don't need any more creepy clowns in my life. There is enough goddamn creepy clowns. I don't want any more. Done. I'm
1: out. Dude, this motherfucker is dressing up as a clown for next Halloween.
0: When I was, like, three or four, all I wanted to be for Halloween is a clown. <laughs> I had the commercials on TV. i you, saw so us some shit, right? Kit they i my mom painted my face exactly like the box exactly how i wanted it i looked in the mirror i burst into
1: tears and scared the shit out of myself and yourself
0: and i've hated goddamn clowns really ever since yes you gotta
1: embrace that shit you walk around as a creep kind you just stare at people just like
0: i was four (laughs) i could not grasp that concept yet if i did it now it'd be great (sighs) i'd be laughing being all like the new like you know wacky joker from uh that what's the new movie um that Jack, joker is Jack Queen Queen Phoenix. great
1: right i want to see that
0: yeah it looks a little uh it's pretty dark
1: pretty i dark. like dark i like dark there's like too much comic shit is like all fine and happy and like wait are you with like the dark the dark knight was dark because he was fucking dark why did the penguin go deep that's what i'm saying. <laughs> Maybe,
0: there wasn't a new penguin in the the new uh i
1: know why isn't batman? there a new penguin yeah you can't you can't you can't trump danny video yeah you I know i love danny
0: i think i need to revisit that movie that batman dude movies. i love it
1: that was my favorite movie was danny DeVito with the little wah, wah, <laughs> the little flippers and shit yeah I fucking love it
0: yes so
1: yes <laughs> it was like an out. always study with batman it was fucking great man yeah. great
0: yeah so that's that's everything oh you can send us an email too, ski podcast at gmail.com so that's all the ways you can get in touch with us
1: so with that it's time for our today what what why I we're in we're, the app right we're in
0: park there i think you need to call an uber to pick you up
1: damn! I called an Uber. I parked. I was like, you know what? I always look at the difference between calling an Uber and not calling an Uber, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's going to cost you like over $10, $20, try to get a friend to drive you. If it's going to cost you under that, just take an Uber. Be like a fucking baller. You know what I mean? Like, just what? Why do you got to drive? Like, you don't want to even like think about driving or getting yourself. Like, I'll do it. I've done I an actual thing. I went to the, um, I went to the lightning home opener, uh, preseason bullshit. And, um, uh, that was a lot of fun. All I did was like eat and drink at that whole thing is awesome. Um, I would
0: settle down with the whole being baller taking Uber. A lot of times you're in like a, like a 92 Camry. <laughs> I wouldn't even call that baller.
1: Dude, it's all baller, man. I show up in a, like, a fucking kid. I'm breaking that door and going, what's up, bitches? What's the
0: nicest car you've been in in an Uber?
1: Dude, I've, I've called like a regular Uber and gotten a fucking Lexus. That's not bad, I got to say.
0: That's not bad, yeah.
1: I mean, every once in a while, people are like rolling up like, hey, what's up, man? Pick you up. I like, think the, the nicest one thing thing I was in was like a... Fucking nice.
0: The nicest one I was in was like a Range Rover. That was in, uh, in
1: Hoboken. That was that's, pretty nice. I think you were like, come on, let's jump over shit. Come on, man. Um, sort of. Have you ever gotten your Uber driver to do shit that they didn't want to do? Um,
0: that's Bang Bus, I think. That's not Uber. <laughs> that's a whole different
1: app. Oh, oh, right oh. I'm not telling you that. Hey, that's a little bit of a, a teaser for later. I'm I'm talking like just wheel around right now. He's like, no, I have to go down to no, just fucking wheel around right now. Like we just missed where you're supposed to go. Come on. The worst I don't god- want to give you a bad review. I think
0: the worst goddamn Uber experience ever was when we were in Boston and we were trying to go to Trillium and they like oh dropped god, us off that was in that alley.
1: Fucking alley horrible. And it was Thanks, Trillium.
0: And they dropped us off and like there was no awning, there's nowhere to go. It's just that dumping rain. Awesome. He wouldn't Dumped like me. just take us somewhere else.
1: Yeah. It was horrible.
0: Yeah, and was they're like
1: good. No, the worst part was he dropped us off, and we got out. We were the idiots for getting out of the car. It's like bye, bye, bitches, we're out. I'm out. You need to know where you're
0: going in your like, Uber, especially when you're in a fuck out of did towner. You go
1: like he's like tomb was there, but it's at another place. Like Bob bitches, I'm out. Yep. A fucking torrential downpour.
0: Yeah, it was bad.
1: I was like, really, man, really, bro. That was bad.
0: So Mario, what do you got today in the operate right today?
1: So for the operate right today, I got a special brew. You didn't think I'd get a special brew because I was pretty hammered before this whole thing. You but were pretty hammered. <laughs> oh, we're oh. but I'm gonna really. I was hammered. Right I
0: still am, but I was too.
1: Boom! Harpoon Brewery has the Duncan Summer, and I tell you what, this is fucking awesome. So it's a Harpoon Brewery, did a collaboration with Dunkin' Donuts, and they have a Dunkin' Summer Coffee Pale Ale. And I will tell you, from the sounds of it, it sounds like a regular beer. Drinks like a regular coffee.
0: Look at that. So basically, you put that in your coffee cup in the morning, driving into work.
1: Dude, this uh, really tastes like a coffee. It tastes like a cold brew on tap on nitro. Mm, like nice. it really tastes good it is delicious if you can find these Brian I would suggest find these motherfuckers because it is great I love Dunkin donut Donuts I love coffee in the morning and I like, never what? thought I would think a beer was like coffee until this I was like Ooh, that's pretty goddamn good
0: <laughs> that's singing high praises right there right there Duncan harpoon all
1: Harpo- day harp Harpo- I love harpoon I love harpoon iPA I love it um but I gotta say harpoon's been bitched down I don't know, not good marketing, whatever, but they did this duncan with the collaboration with duncan, and they got best part is on the um on the can they have like the actual duncan the font, like the emojis.
0: The emojis and the, the uh, yeah, and the font.
1: To... Oh, dude, and they and they got the uh, the rights from Duncan because it, it was a, a total collaboration with them.
0: That font is actually called VAG
1: Rounded. VAG Rounded. Vag wow. Rounded Rounded VAG. Can't make that up. Damn, man, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. But I tell you what, it's fu- this is delicious. Um, if you, I gotta send, I gotta send this shit to you. Dude, dude, I listen. live
0: closer to the brewery than you do.
1: I can go to the you store and just pick it up. You don't have this there. Like, you don't have this at Harpoon. Come on, man. You gotta well, come on, bro.
0: As someone who knows the cycles of the beer industry, I'm pretty sure they're on, got the winter ale coming out now. Uh, that's that's months old. That Dunkin'
1: dude. I, I drank my first pumpkin the other day. It was delicious. I gotta say that.
0: Mm. I have to admit, I too have had my first pumpkin of the season.
1: Boom! That's right. Mm. Don't hold back.
0: I did. It felt. It felt dirty
1: but what was, you know. it, what was your first dirty pumpkin
0: it was, was the it? Uh, smutty nose Ooh, you smutty ass little
1: bitch with the smutty
0: nose yep it was, it was delicious
1: damn I had the pumpkin twice there you go it was delicious both times it's the same
0: and now you're in Florida so it was like 87 degrees and you're drinking the pumpkin
1: dude I'm like sweating and drinking that shit going like this reminds me of like when, I, when it was cold outside
0: <laughs> just sweating pumpkin,
1: dude. It's horrible. I gotta remind myself when it was cold outside. I'm like, fuck yeah.
0: I remember the cold. It's like that one. Um, was it the Matchstick movie? Like a year or two ago, where they talked about it was like post apocalyptic when it's all hot and they're like they're finding like pictures of mountains in the winter and because winter's all gone and we've heated the whole planet up.
1: I, I, I I'm telling you, we got like eight years before it all blows up. That's we it. just gotta enjoy it now. Right, eight years of like skiing shit and then I'm going to die. That's, that's what I think. So what do you got, Brian? On a happier well, note.
0: On that happier note, <laughs> we I think the last couple of weeks, I have been drinking beers from Icarus Brewery, which is down...
1: Boom! He's still on Icarus, the, huh?
0: So we went down to visit our friends in Philadelphia last weekend and I wanted to get them some beers from Icarus and conveniently it's sort of on the way-ish. So it made a stop there Wait, last Friday. Right now, right? What's that?
1: they are in Philly now. Do you hear
0: gunshots? No, I'm not in Philly right now.
1: I, they, they were in Philly, right? They were they are in Philly. Did you get beat up? Like assaulted on the way? No, like, but I got
0: a parking ticket. Oh,
1: but I laughed
0: at the uh, parking ticket. Fuck oh, you only, Philly? It's only How about 26 that?
1: bucks. you, you got you to make it right. That's what I'm saying.
0: There you go. So uh, stopped at Icarus again. Because I've got a couple, we got a couple beers from them a couple weeks ago. Ran into a fan at the bar, like it. A lot of positive things happen with the Ico. bar fan was
1: nice. We don't know who he is still. Yeah, but we
0: apologize. That you have to positive.
1: write to us because we're just we're hammerheads.
0: Yeah, but I went back again, and you know they only usually put out like two or three beers in cans every week. So I decided, you know, whatever they have in cans, I'll just get a couple four packs of, and they had some really funky ones and. This one is probably the strangest one, which is why I decided to bring it to the podcast this week, and it is called Bang Kitty.
1: Bang Kitty. Bang Kitty. Oh, it's a cute little label. It's one of those little like uh, those like,
0: is it Japanese or Chinese? And that little the waving arm kitty cat. Oh, in
1: Chinese with the little like happy cat. Like, yeah, good, it's like, like a good, luck good
0: luck happy match. cat. Bang Kitty. It's an imperial pale ale with lactose, coconut, lemongrass basil, and Thai chilies. God damn! So basically, you're taking like a red curry and you're mixing it into your beer. And this beer is heavily wheated and oated Brux Northeast Imperial India Pale Ale with lactose brewed with lemongrass, Thai basil, and Thai chilies. Copiously dry hopped with Citra, Idaho 7, and Experimental Brew 1. Finished on lemongrass and coconut. Boom. If you're yeah. someone who goes, I like my beer to taste like beer, go fuck yourself. You're not going to like this beer. But <laughs> if you like Thai food and you like IPAs and you are not lactose intolerant, this beer is the tits. I love it. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Don't exactly, love it. Have right? an allergic reaction. Fuck them, right, Brian? Bring your fuck insulin them. shot with you. In the, Be ass, the bummer at them. every party, which you can't. I can't have that because I'm allergic to this and that. Yeah. I love this beer. and I don't give a goddamn what you purists say. That's right. Oh, it's so good. It's like pad thai and beer ah. blended together. To be honest, I thought there would be a lot more of that. Lemongrass and uh, chili. <laughs> there is a bit of a kick, though. I have a
1: little bit. You're like, goddamn.
0: I wanted more. I wanted, but this is, this is a weird beer. It's uh, it's unique. It's tasty. The flavors, ah. they're not overpowering. They're not annoying the lemongrass and the coconut, it's just enough to remind you that it's there, but it's smooth drinking. Like, I don't know if it's the lactose itself or the way Icarus is using it, but their beers are so just smooth and mellow. Like there's no bitter bite. It's beautiful. A true thing of beauty. So I don't think we even have any stories in the app today, do we? Well, um... I think... White Claw is back to brewing again. They're making or whatever. Do they actually brew it? What would you actually say what White Claw does? And do make they, it. Do they do harvest it. it? Do they do they See, urinate they actually it? Actually
1: brew it, which is weird, really weird, right? I mean, it's funny.
0: I was actually out at a, a bar on Monday, and I was there, and someone knocked over a drink and it was a white claw, and the bartender actually came over and goes, oh, it's okay, it's just a white claw. (laughs) Because when a beer falls, you feel kind of sad. You're like, oh no, that was a good beer, that was you know... Well, here's the thing, you can't replace the, the taste of a beer. I mean, there's plenty of other urinals being filled every day, so I'm sure that the good folks at White Claw take that and filter it out and just add a little sugar to it and make their, their concoction. Well, hockey season's starting up, so I'm sure it's a nice like arena collection full of hockey fan piss that probably is the core base of what White Claw is.
1: It's like the little clown face where like, there's a little circle, and he's like, boop, right in Yeah,
0: well, you're trying to shoot the gun into the clown's mouth. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of, you're peeing in the clown's mouth and that's kind of where White Claw starts. And, and allegedly. Allegedly.
1: That's going to be our new
0: our new running joke now. It's going to be
1: White <laughs> Claw urine this meme. clown thing. It's a fucking clown claw in the face thing. thing.
0: But yeah, we had on through any Appare Today stories and we don't even have any good Gondola stories this week.
1: You know, um, so, you know, Frank's been like on his he he's on traveled road right now. He's like, he's out there. Like just find out what's, what's what. So.
0: Well, Frank reached out to us. Like he he but, had actually, uh, he got sick this summer. So he's been a little MIA for a couple, couple weeks, which, you know, shout out to Frank. Hope you're feeling better. Hope you're, uh, hope everything is Yeah, is, Frank. Hope you feel yeah, better, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's pretty messed up. It's one of those things that unfortunately, when you live in the Northeast, there's certain ailments that you're more prone to get when you're here. And unfortunately, he got one of those, but been, you know, the way you got to look at it, it's better to have happened in the summer than the winter, right?
1: Exactly.
0: That's the way you got to look at these things. You got to find yeah. the positives. Life is just uh, peaks and valleys, strikes and gutters. Sometimes you get a gutter ball. All right. Go into the back of the that, whatever that collection bag is, and then get fired back into life. And you roll a strike on that next one. That's what you got to do. So, yeah, so we have no gondola stories either. There's been a lot of weird weed stuff going on in the world. You know, we talked about the e cigarettes and all that. It's crazy how our president is trying to ban, I don't even know if it's him or if it's Congress. Someone's trying to ban those flavored e cigarettes because seven people have died, but yet 400,000 people die every year from cigarettes, and no one is even talking or even. Alluding to the fact of possibly banning cigarettes. Which is just hysterical. It's one of those things. If you really wanna if you really believe in our government and think they're actually doing their job as our servants, which is why we've elected them to serve our purposes, just look to this and realize that they're all full of shit and they're all
1: on the take. Dude, the fucking blackface in fucking is great. You got
0: Justin Trudeau, you know, <laughs> Mr. Social Justice Warrior going out there and
1: there you I'm not. I'm not like fucking what's, racist. But, what's one of your 90s you know genders? And- <laughs> I wore a racist shit for a while. I, I don't but know. Was it?
0: But uh, who was he doing it maliciously? It doesn't seem like it. It seems like he's just a guy who was just going to a party and went just a little too far with his costume. <laughs> but you know what? When he did it, no one gave a shit. But the now the fucked up
1: can- part is he was the only black man that didn't get arrested for that night. Just saying. Ouch. But look, Ouch, you, but you look back.
0: Nobody gave a shit then. But now all of a sudden, everyone gets to look at this myopic lens in this highly sensitive, over, overly politically charged time, and you know shred this guy. Was it a? Was it a? Probably not the best idea. Sure, but are you? Uh, you know, does it really change your opinion on him? I'm pretty sure everyone who didn't like him just likes him even less now, and the people who did like him are trying to justify it. So
1: the problem is when you say like, "I am not a racist," and then this comes up, you're like. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I was racist for a little bit. Like maybe I will. But was it
0: actually racist? I mean, did w- did he try to convey uh, anything malicious by doing it?
1: I don't think it's racist either. It's just like whatever he did it for a costume or whatever. But I don't know. But everybody wants to call it racist. His it's like he was. When he wasn't I, when knocking, I done it wasn't or like when, when other people I know have done it, they're like, "Oh, you're never gonna be like president." I'm like, fuck it, do whatever you want, man. You want to be president? Yeah, think about this shit. Just saying.
0: You know, I made this joke like 10 years ago. <laughs> Could you imagine like people in like the next 8 to 12 years? Fuck yeah. You're going to go back to their MySpace accounts and see what the hell they had posted on there uh, while yeah. they're running for, for president.
1: Do you remember this shit that you posted? Well, that's yeah. the thing that everyone's like,
0: everyone wants to be a goddamn tattletale. Everyone wants to get some dirt on somebody. It's just, it's so childish. It's like we're all reverting back to being fucking kindergartners.
1: When you see the Clintons, you just kill them out, man. Just like choke them out, kill them uh-huh. out, run them off the road. It works out, man. Until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. Until, Until it doesn't. Happens.
0: And it actually just shows how ridiculous the idea of a president is at this point. You know, the the fact that one person gets to be this alpha chimp and runs everything. It's, it's really kind of an
1: outdated... Well, entity. here's why it works and here's why it doesn't work. So it works because... We're in a system where a lot of people have a lot of say and there's a lot of nyam, 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 noise of stuff that we're, they're going to ignore it and they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. And um, I don't know. If we had a dictator, there'd be a lot of shit that would get done really quick right now, right?
0: I doubt that is the best way to go about doing things.
1: I don't think it is. It is I'm option. just saying, if we did,
0: if you're like did. global
1: warming, gone day one. That motherfucker would be like, boop. That's it. Rope with their head. And we're just driving an electric f- If you're not driving an electric car, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Tesla's for everyone. Fuck yeah.
0: Everyone gets a Tesla.
1: China was like, we'll cramp down on the um, pollution for that. We we'll want to have pollution for like the uh, Olympics. Because you know what? There's not any cars allowed. That's what happens.
0: There you go. That's, that'll cut down the old pollution there, won't it? So now with that, let's go to Ski News. Since it is mid-September, it is starting to snow in different places. God damn So there's it. been reports this week of Mammoth, Jackson, Whistler, all getting a little bit of uh, a couple inches of a little tasty snow, a little sneak preview for everybody. Get everyone excited, fired up, getting them ready for the season. Obviously, nothing's open yet. No no one's getting any turns in. At least, I'm sure there's a couple psychos going for a couple turns to say they did it. But, you know, just a a little something. A little something to keep you honest.
1: A little something, something.
0: And since Jackson got snow, they also announced that Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, they are now officially all operations 100% powered by wind. Yes, wind. How cool is that? So yesterday, so that was Wednesday, they announced a full transition to green power for its electricity needs. Effective immediately, all year-round resort operations will now be powered by Lower Valley Energy's 100% green power program. This includes all of JHMR on mountain lifts, facilities, and base area operations. The program's product directly sources wind power from Horse Butte Wind Farm in neighboring Idaho, the closest wind energy source directly tied to Lower Valley's grid. That is pretty amazing. You know, we've talked about it in the past. A lot of places, you know, up in like Vermont, they uh, they have what's called cow power. So they use a lot of cow, cow poop pow. to power stuff. They're trying it with solar. But I guess they have enough wind in this farm in Idaho that they're actually able to power the whole resort. With just wind. Yeah. I mean, how incredible is that? That's awesome. That's really amazing.
1: All right, so if we're in South America, we're talking about Chile, and we're like, hey, we're going to ski down there, but, like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, because there's a volcano that's spewing out smoke near a ski resort, and that's near Uh, Chile Volcano Complex has been active for the past, like, 650,000 years. Um, but they're saying this thing is uh, spewing out. So, Chile's uh, Villareca Volcano. Wow, that picture is crazy. So they're saying the FIS Masters Cup 2018-2019 uh, was taking place first time at the start of the Super G John Online competitions this thing erupted it went wild man.
0: Yeah, it's crazy if you think about it, you know, I now again, I'm not a geologist, so I I probably sound like an idiot, but I think aren't all weren't all mountains at some point volcanic? Yes. Otherwise, you know, that's that's why they exist because of the plate tectonics and lava spewing through and pushing them up. So, you know, it's something that we often take for granted because, you know, most of them are, are dormant or have been dormant for thousands of years. And lo and behold, one of these bad boys uh, pops and this, is ass, what man. and this isn't even like a real eruption. It's just like smoke.
1: I know. It's from, like a lot of smoke and people are like hanging out the bottom out like, all right, that's just like the smoke thing. Like nobody's running for their for the hills like acid levels. It's like not like Pompeii of- or anything. Dude, I don't like tucking right down the mountain right at that point. I'm like, I don't know. It's a matter of like, you can it's time ap-
0: Apocalypse snow right there. It can happen. What also can happen here, this is a crazy, crazy story. And this is from SnowBrains, and it's written by Martin Kuprianowicz. I hope I didn't say that wrong. I'm sure I did, so I apologize, Martin.
1: I'm sure it's fine, Kuprianowicz. It, the article Sounds is good. called...
0: How the day I almost died changed the way I ski.
1: Very good article.
0: Mario, I think you read this and yeah. I read this before. This is a this is a dark cautionary tale. You know, I'm not going to go into the the nitty-gritty and the details because it is really well written. It's written in a way that you want to keep reading it. It he did a really great job describing it and he's got a a great perspective on it now. I'm not sure if he says how long ago that it happened, um,
1: well, yeah, it was 2014 and it went to happen. But hold on, you know, like we talk about stuff and I tell you what, we talk about stuff from point of view that we have. And it's great to see something from a point of view of somebody else that went through some crazy shit. And I tell you what, like it really, it makes you think, right?
0: It does. So this happened in 2014, this story. So he said it was, um, New Year's Eve 2014, and he was 17 then. So that makes him 23, 24 now. It's funny and disturbing and dark all at the same time. He wanted to see how close he could ski next to a snowmaker without hitting it. Nah, nice. He was also an angry 17-year-old who was also on his third run of the day and drunk. Gotta work. A lot of of bad stuff kind of culminating (laughs) <laughs> together here and he said he was bombing down switch at like 40 miles an hour fuck and, yeah
1: uh, and he's like I have no idea what I'm doing I was just bombing down right
0: and luckily he was you know he caught an edge just before and luckily instead of going head first he was able to turn and go in leg first but this is this is pretty messed up and, you know, he didn't, wasn't wearing a helmet at the time. Again, a lot of the things that, you know, you think back to when you're at that age, you know, your teens, especially as a guy, how many dumb things that probably could have killed you, but that somehow you managed to live through.
1: So many things.
0: This is, it's definitely worth reading, but, you know, he really said that he really just kind of counts his blessings now when he gets to ski. And, you know, he's so lucky that he didn't really get maimed or killed it's just change him into a more positive person. It's good. You know, it's unfortunate that it has to one of those events is what has to cause it and lead you to that. But, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, kind of all face our demons in in some strange and a lot of times unexpected way.
1: We race.
0: So it's great to see that, you know, he's back out there skiing and he survived that and then he's able to kind of, you know, see how dumb he was and and learn from that mistake. So Martin, this was a great article. Glad you're getting back out there and uh, stay safe out there and have fun. But yeah, we'll have the link in the show notes if you want to check it out for yourself. North America's ten most authentic ski towns. So Gosh. this came out on unofficial networks this week, and this is it's a, an interesting list. And of course, when you look at it on uh, the comments and check out social, there's a lot of debate. You know, people obviously if they don't see their mountain on there, they're going to be a little all a little, the time a little pissed off. And it's interesting. You know, it's it's funny like you just you look at the comments and how they chose them and there's definitely a lot of awesome places on here. And it's it's they even meant the comment authenticity is subjective. And it's one of those things that you know, I think you really do need to visit all these towns to truly either understand or agree or disagree on the authenticity and of of course it's definitely a debatable um a list but here's the the 10 that they have on here so number 10 girdwood alaska which is the home of alieska nine Uh, jackson wyoming number eight rossland british columbia seven whitefish montana six crested butte colorado five lake placid new york Four steamboat Colorado, three Tows, New Mexico, two Stowe Vermont, and one Sun Valley Idaho. Bam! Now Sun Valley, it almost has to like default to being the winner just because that's where you know Warren Miller started his his bumming history and you know kind of creating everything that he created and just created that ski bum lifestyle. I'm good with that. But it's, I'm, I'm really surprised to see Stowe as number two.
1: Yeah, you know, I think a, that's a little, I don't know. I
0: don't know if I'd call it ridiculous. The one thing I, the one cool thing about Stowe is it definitely is skier focus. You know, for the East, it's a pretty gnarly mountain. A lot of, you know, obviously one of our favorite breweries is right there, uh, The Alchemist. And, you know, it's it's been around. It says in 1934, the Mount Mansfield Club formed to encourage the use of trails cut on Mansfield by the CCC, whatever that is. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of history there, which, you know, Stowe is a uh, they, they definitely try to build up, make it more of a, a fancy place. You know, Vale doesn't mean having it's good history, some.
1: right? There's history. I can't say it's good or bad.
0: Well, the fact that it still remains is always a positive thing because a lot of places have history and have you know have gone the uh, have have become less of what they were before, and I I definitely wouldn't say that about Stowe. Um, I mean, they talk about Steamboat here; they've had eighty Winter Olympians that call Steamboat home more than any other town in America, which is pretty awesome um Tows, which they said you know was the ski Tows area was started in 1955 so it's you know it uh it's one of those places that is keeping it real and crested butte that's like that for some reason it fell off but i had that right near the top of my list and i look at all these places that i haven't been to like whitefish and rossland and i'm like what i would love to do is just get an rv and just drive (laughs) like spend a whole winter just cruising to these areas just you know filming in and just creating like a little you know kind of what the alba adventure folks do you know if you haven't checked out their videos yet they do such a cool job and you know we we interviewed them a few uh few months ago it's
1: like a good it's a it's good feel good thing they're
0: creating you know and i I talked to um to Ray a couple weeks ago and they they're almost creating their own like video yearbook or video history number two but they're almost creating this like, this library that their kids can look at when they get older like just seeing all the places they've gone to and you know where they went and the time they spent together they're doing a, a really really cool thing and they're always being nominated for awards and they're going to the different film festivals and they're putting out a really interesting product and they're, they're doing it at it's a labor of love and you can see when they're doing it that that's the way it comes out. But just to do something to grab a a van and just drive out there and just ski these places and, and have that experience. It would be so cool just to, to, to do and to, you know, hit these places up and a few other ones and just be able to, again, create this time capsule. Of all the places you've been and places you've skied, and just what it was like. So that's something you know you always talk about, can it happen this year, and if you don't do it this year, you'll only be a year older when you do. But I could see this being a thing in like three years from now, actually doing it. three years Unfortunately, yes, That's, so long. that's not that long. A couple of things have to take place next year, which are in the works, but it's, wow, wow. Uh, yeah. And there's one other quick final story that I need to mention, which will kind of lead us into the main topic. And ski.com just announced this week. And I'm not sure if you remember last year, they had a video contest for the Ultimate Mountain gig. They did, they had a competition last year. You send in a video, an audition, and you could win and be their pretty much their, their sponsored skier for the winter. And you go to all these different trips and you know, they film you and they make a little movie about you. And this year they kind of changed it up so that they're going to do six different trips and have two people per trip. Oh man. Instead of the Epic dream job, you know, which they had 1200 video entries and gave it to one person This year, they're looking for 12 open positions to be filled to visit six incredible destinations around the world while receiving products and services from an all-star group of partners. Yes. So I talked to uh, one of the folks from Ski.com last week, and they were talking about this and gave us a sneak peek. So now these videos, they can be sent in from September 17th through October 29th, explaining in 90 seconds or less, Why they should be hired and what drew them to the destination. The destinations are Aspen Snowmass, Jackson Hole, Big Sky, Montana, Banff and Lake Louise, Chamonix, France, and Niseko, Japan.
1: Niseko, goddamn Japan. Japan. That's the white whale right
0: there. Yes. The dream job hires will be compensated with an all-expenses-paid VIP resort experience, flights on United, gear from Steo, Black Crows, Giro, and GoPro, custom forecasts from Open Snow, a paycheck of 2000 bucks per person, and the opportunity to save our snow with Protect Our Winters. So, a very cool contest going on. And... You can start thinking now about how you want to do it, what you want to film, which of the wonderful destinations you want to gun for. And they will make an official announcement on November 19th, which a little sneak preview of what we're up to. We'll actually just have returned from the Boston snow show on November 19th. So we are going to be up there again this year. Gonna get there a day earlier. We already have it booked, and we're gonna try to reach out to more people and and do some more things while we're up there instead of just we kind of
1: chill out. We crammed people. Like, we crammed out a bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. We want to talk to more people, and you know, obviously, we're gonna hang out with our our friend Matt, who was a, a fantastic host last year, and just uh, take more
1: of it in. If you guys are gonna be up there, like reach out to us because. We'll be like, hell yeah, let's we'll do some meetups or something like that. Yeah,
0: we can get an event going. No. That's something we need to be doing a little bit more of. Which actually kind of leads us right into the main topic this week. What? It's a bit of a slim one. What, what? I'll admit it. So I mentioned the Ski.com contest is going on now. I went to the Ski.com season kickoff event last year nice. in, in New York City it was a lot of fun and you know, it it seemed like it was a little bit smaller than last year's, which was, you know, it was, it was still a great venue. A lot of great people were there and I got to talk to some of the folks from ski.com, um, as well as the folks from, uh, Altera, the folks who were behind the icon pass. Nice. And, you know, one of the things that I was asking them about, they were, I was like, so, I mean, you know, obviously, Altera, you know, they own Aspen. I'm like, what did like where would you go? Like, what would you recommend some of the places that are worth checking out that are a little more not necessarily under the radar, but places that are not exactly the 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 ones that everybody goes to. And the first thing he said to me was Mammoth. And I know yeah. our boy Nick, shout out to Nick. He yeah. uh That's his. That's his baby. That's his uh, his go-to. Well, one of his go-to spots, and it's the one that you know we always try to. We always talk about it. And you know, the last two years they've just gotten bombarded with snow. They closed like sixty days ago. Like they had such a ridiculously long season. They already started getting snow this week. He said that one, and he said Big Sky. He said those are the ones that are really worth the. Not really, again, under the radar, but ones that. Maybe not the, most the ob- maybe not the most obvious ones you think of that are worth checking out. Nice. And of course, we talked about it last week. And I, of course, asked him, I'm like, hey, so what's going on with JP? Are you guys <laughs> going to buy JPEG so I can uh, get an icon pass? And of course, no we're not, comment. No. And, we're you know, not doing it. I still haven't heard anything about that. So so the event was cool. Yeah, there was you know folks from, like I said, from Altera, from Aspen. Um, the The Club Med folks were there. Of course. I know that's kind of Dude, your
1: problem is like totally changing the freaking landscape.
0: Yeah. Uh, they had the people from the Japanese national tourist organization, people from Whistler were there. A couple folks from the Vale resorts, Telluride. Yeah. They actually remembered me from last year. Cause I was talking yeah, about I the podcast and they checked it out. And then also the, the Stein collection, <laughs> like the Stein Erickson hotels that they Stein have. Stein Erickson,
1: like top notch, man.
0: That is like, it's, Pretty much as, as nice as it gets, and you know if we really like, go there,
1: like that'd be great. Probably. So yeah, they
0: had the oh. the person from the Stein collection, and also the person from Deer Valley. And I unfortunately I got off on the wrong foot with the Deer Valley representative because I kept talking about Snowbird, <laughs> because, <laughs> just kind <laughs> of what a, a good smart, dick, just kind of a smart ass like that. Boom. But then I eventually I talked to her again and kind of warmed up to her and you know kind of made nice. And you know she was she was really it's cool. Just, about like it. thinking
1: the whole time, like what an asshole.
0: Made some Gwyneth Paltrow jokes, you know, as as one should whenever Deer Valley is involved. And I got this really sweet gone skiing luggage tag Damn. from Deer Valley. But it was it was a lot of fun. And there was, you know, a lot of cool a lot of cool folks, you know, a lot of writers were there, journalists, because it was a, a media event. And you just talk to some people and that's pretty much their freelancers. They do a lot of outdoor health related businesses and they're just trying to like they just travel around and and write about their adventures which is something you know we kind of that's kind of how we were have pictured this evolving into and i gotta tell you like you know a bunch of people said they they checked out the podcast we've actually gotten a few more orders for some of our swag lately people are hitting us up on um you know the socials and it's it's cool like we we never really like pushed it as hard as we probably should but people are starting to notice and and check it out and we have some really good friends that are also doing things in this space you know like our buddy rich all about apre and you know the folks at alba adventures and so we're meeting these people in real life and we're seeing what they're about and what they're doing and we're kind of trying to work together on things and and things are growing organically which makes it so much more fun because you know we want it to be entertaining and bring value to you folks too, the ones who are listening and you know if we can keep doing that and finding new ways and ways to get you information and some laughs and you know cheaper ski passes or something you know that's that's what we want to make at us. Give it some relevance, some tangibility, something that makes you want to keep coming back every week and, and listening. so it's been a lot of fun. so on that note, we're actually hosting an event. If you are in New Jersey. Red Bank, New Jersey, October 18th. We're hosting a preseason kickoff from 6.30 to 8 in Red Bank at the Red Tank Brewery. It's going to be a RSVP event. We have a limited number of spots. We'll have more information coming up in the next few weeks. We'll have it on the socials and everything and on the website. But yeah, we're going to have just a, a little party, some giveaways, just
1: talk to people. What's the date on that?
0: Uh, October eighteenth, which is a Friday, it's about four weeks out. Again, just a um, kind of like a fun little happy hour thing. Right after that, there's gonna be a band. Red Tank Brewery has some good beers there, so it should be a real fun event. So reach out to some ski clubs, and it's gonna be a small number. Again, it's a small event, just a little a little kickoff for some of our our locals. We're putting the word out, and gonna, we'll see how yeah. it goes. Hey, if you know if things go well, maybe we'll have to host another one the week after. That would be great. But we're going to you know, get this kind of rolling, try to get this into more people's ears, get more people to know what's going on. That same week, we're going to be going to the Icon Pass event in New York. So, yeah, again, spreading the word, finding out what's going on, trying to get more information for the listeners, for you guys to see if there's, you know, if we can find out anything, any exclusives or hot tips or ways to save money or more ways to have fun. Like that's that's kind of what we're trying to, mm-hmm. to, to make happen. That's coming up August eighteenth. Uh, well, again, we'll, we'll always keep posting it once we officially. We're still working on the the little promo flyer for it, but this is it's going to happen. We've already got it booked out. Gonna have a few giveaways there, which should be fun. And uh, well, yeah, we'll see what else we can get going for a, a preseason party. And one thing too is my priority for this ski season is to actually go and ski with our friends. We nice. <laughs> we kind of like pigeonhole ourselves a lot of times and go to the same spots. This year, I I just want to branch out. I want to you know again hit up our friends and spend some time with them, ski with them, have an après drink with them, and just uh, live out what the podcast vision is. Instead of talking to our friends about skiing, let's actually do some skiing. So that's the plan.
1: That's that's the point. That's the crux of it, right?
0: Yeehaw, you got it. So if you guys have any thoughts or ideas or are interested in in checking out the event, hit us up. Podcast at gmail.com. Under
1: the ropes.
0: Mario, kick us off.
1: There's a company called Bang Bros. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, you're lying about not having any interaction with Pornhub. But Bang Bros is a, a giant multinational company. Into the porn industry. So they were actually, they they put a bid on the naming rights of the Miami Heat arena. And they put it to the tune of $10 million, which is crazy, right? American Airlines had the naming rights over Miami Heat for a while. It was going expi- to expire at the end of this year. So they announced on Thursday that it doesn't plan on ruining the contract with the franchise. So American Airlines is like, all right, we're out. So a avoid for something to come in and sweep it up and name it, Bang Bros was going to come in with a $10 million bid to rename the em- arena to the BBC, the Bang Brothers Center. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they uh the social media response to this is pretty hysterical. All the <laughs> all the different uh photoshops that were done and all the the memifying of this the <laughs> meme
1: They got memified.
0: You know, I always wondered why they never named a .com bowl after, you know, like a one of the bowl games after like some chicks with dicks .com bowl. Like I think that would have been kind of
1: it was very close. I mean, um, There had
0: to be a time like around like two thousand Staples
1: Arena, that's very close to Chicks with Day. <laughs> it's like they had more money.
0: Madison Square Garden kinda sounds like it. Well, some of those dot com bowls were a little ridiculous. You know? Madison
1: was, Square Garden was like one step away from the Tampax. like Tampax Arena. That's it. It was pretty close. But no,
0: like some of the dot com bowls, like they, I mean, they were ridiculous. It was like, I actually
1: think they might go that way.
0: It was like the uh, like the Joe's Fertilizer dot com bowl. It's like really, Joe's Fertilizer was the the one who had the the most money. He's one of the biggest sponsorship Dude, money. He had
1: the tractor shabby in the whole family to make it happen.
0: It wasn't even like Tractor Supply Company. It was a lot less than that.
1: Oh no! Oh no! He had tractor shabby.
0: I mean, you're looking at some of them. There was like the Cheez It Bowl, Zarbee's Heart of Dallas Bowl, Zarbee's. Here we go. Here's one of the ones. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa.
1: Dude, Bad Boy Mowers. They're fucking, that's legit. They got like these like fucking mowers out there. It's awesome.
0: I think that was the same one that did the uh, the Bitcoin Bowl in 2014.
1: Dude, I have to say I'm there every year. If you want to be on the field, you let me know. We'll be there. Oh, oh. Do you see the hat? Oh, that's not that. Oh, the hat I was wearing before the Gasparilla Bowl anyway the
0: cherry boondy tart cherry Boca rattan bowl the mm. tax the tax slayer gator bowl I tax slayer you know there's and a lot
1: dale earnhardt tax slayer really dude you gonna listen to dale earnhardt for your taxes
0: guy's friggin' barrels into walls and smashes his head every week tony like, the tiger sun bowl i mean come on
1: that sounds pretty good
0: yeah
1: i love tony the tiger I would trust him with my taxes. It's the same.
0: There's just one more story left this week, and it comes from that lovely rational place called Russia. Oh, this damn. Russian hockey team starts giving AK-47 to player of the game. Fuck
1: yeah! Who would I want to go home
0: with? So you guys tell us to Bodhi. This can be his motivation now to, right. to be the player of the game because he can. Most Lights hockey up. teams have a totem of some sort that they are awarded every night to the player who has the best game. No one has a trophy quite like Ishtar Ishvek, though. The Russian club, which plays in the second tier VHL, unveiled a new postgame. Award.
1: Is this fully functional? Is this like non-traceable like in Russia?
0: Some guy just made it with his 3D printer. In the back room, it's not a hat or a jacket or a rock or any other things NHL teams pass around the dressing room. Nope. Goalkeeper Savily Kononov was feted for his strong performance in net by receiving an AK 47. Oh, that's sweet. He stopped 36 of 38 shots uh, for an assault rifle worthy performance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the players seem to amuse with the new gimmick, but are also aware of the implication. If we play poorly, they will shoot us, the player joked.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's right.
0: And then it raises a valid question. Is the gun yeah, replica, is
1: Very good. Or, or but... could you
0: actually load it and go shoot beer cans behind the arena?
1: I don't know. They're shooting each other.
0: This This just prompts a lot of questions. I mean... What if yeah, what if like everyone imagine everyone in the team has won a player of the game award and everyone's got an AK forty seven except for yeah. your lazy ass? Or what if you're the one guy who wins like seven of them and you create like a whole entourage? This opens up a lot of opens up a lot of cans of worms here. But you know what? I do respect that they're they're going they're thinking outside the box. It's so easy to get, yeah, like a hat or like the uh you know, they'll have like a like the water buffaloes and the Flintstones. Like they get one of those, like those like hats or some like, yeah, some wacky tchotchke. These Russians, they're, uh, they're hardcore. I like that.
1: In my it's, mind, they always have the babushka and that's it. They're all tightened up. Babushka. You could do this on
0: like a ski trip.
1: Good
0: Have your, like your skier of the day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And you get like a sick of dynamite. It's like, yeah, hey, good job, bro. <laughs> good this job, you. bro. Well, Alright, well that wraps up the podcast for the week. This is actually a pretty short episode, believe it or not. It's good. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Check us out at If you could go to your favorite apps, your, wherever you get your podcast from, go there. Rate us. Give us five stars. Subscribe to go us. Go to
1: Brian's Hammered com.
0: Uh, Brian's not too hammered. Not but, too hammered.
1: No, nah, Mario. Not hammered.
0: He's carrying the... uh. The wet bucket torch,
1: the torch. The torch.
0: Someone's got to do it. Please go to your favorite social media apps and follow us and interact with us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Send us an email. SkiBumPodcast at gmail.com. Go to the shop on our website. SkiBumPodcast.com slash shop. Buy some merch. Again, we'll have new stuff coming there in the next few weeks. We'll be going to the Boston show in November. We got our private events. Really? We gotta take it, We're ready to go. Yes. October 18th in Red Bank. We're going to have our event. We'll have more information on that on all the socials. So a lot of stuff going on. Snow is falling. Ski season is going to happen soon. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.
1: See
0: ya.